us who you are and how you got involved with the Brain Aneurysm Foundation. Okay. Um, I'm Christine Buckley, Executive Director at the Brain Aneurysm Foundation. I've been in that role since 2006, but prior to that, I was a volunteer for about nine years, so I've really come up through the rankings, was on the board for a bit, and I became the first full-time employee. What got you involved in it? Uh, my sister is a nurse practitioner in this space, so because of her um, involvement with these patients, and she and a doctor she works with are actually two of the three original founders of the organization. So it was actually a nurse who had an aneurysm herself back in 1994 who went to our treating physician um, and then her nurse, who happened to be my sister, and said, you know, will you help me get something started because I'm a nurse, I have a medical background, I just have no idea what to expect in my recovery journey. So um, youngest of five kids and just kind of got roped in to help with local fundraisers and things way back in the day. So the executive director title, that's that's a very vague title as, as I know. So yeah. what's, what's the day-to-day -day role for you? Oh, God, the day-to-day -day role can be anything. And, again, when I came on in 2006, I was the only employee. Currently, we have eight employees, which is still not um, a lot for a national organization, which is, you know, what the foundation is, and we deal with people internationally as well. So, I mean, we focus on support. So we have support groups across the country, you know, overall awareness, um, education, both for the public and medical professionals, um, we have an advocacy day. We go to Capitol Hill and do. We have a legislation out there called Ellie's Law, which is for uh, more brain aneurysm research from the federal government. And we're also the largest private funder of brain aneurysm foundation research. So the day to day involves kind of coordinating, overseeing, and making sure that those things happen. Now, what do you now for the people that work with you? What do you have? Do you have? I'm assuming you have like a development person. We have our first ever development person who started in January. Um, we have an events person. That role's changed a bit, so we had someone new come on in April. So I'm actually thrilled with the two new folks who came on board because they both have good prior nonprofit experience where everyone else, until that time, really, we've come in on the ground and just been working our, our way through it all. So we have someone on the admin side who handles the phones, the emails, sends out materials, bookkeeper, um, someone that takes care of the marketing and branding for the website and all the materials we print, and then actually someone that works off-site in New Jersey, um, a pretty new grad who takes care of our social media. Awesome. So for those who don't, don't know, what is the Brain Anderson Foundation? So it's an organization to primarily raise awareness, first and foremost, um, and also support. I mean, that was the basis for which it started, again, because it was a nurse who understood what she had but didn't know what lied ahead for her future. So there's a lot that, you know, patients and families go through. So the awareness and support was the core. Um, and then, again, there's just so much with this disease. I mean, there's one in 50 people walking around in the United States with a brain aneurysm. That's about 136,000 people in Massachusetts alone. Um, 30,000 people rupture, that's one every 18 minutes, and half of those people die. So there's so much to do in advocacy to get the greater research funding. Again, about a quarter of our revenues go out to research funding. So we're coordinating with the medical professionals across the U.S. and Canada, because we're also a registered charity in Canada, to have these support groups, to work with them, to have events, again, 
that grassroots just raising awareness and getting the word out about brain aneurysms because they are a subset of stroke. Yeah. So everybody knows stroke and the FAST program, and there's a lot of um, federal funding. There's a lot of company, you know, the pharmaceutical device company that um, gives money to stroke, but brain aneurysms for some reason is still kind of under the radar and we're just really trying to break through to make it something that people understands it runs in families um, and know the signs and symptoms and to treat an aneurysm before it ruptures. So it's, it's like very much, sounds like very much education and support. Yes, exactly. Um, every organization has needs. What's the organization's most urgent needs? I mean, our needs organizationally is everybody else, right? We could use some more funding because, yep. I mean, people, it's funny, again, it's the newer folks that work with us, someone came from Catholic Charities and someone came from the American Cancer Society. So they're coming from, obviously, great organizations, great missions, but they all have departments, you know, of marketing of X number of people or development with X number of people. You know, at the Brain Injurism Foundation, we are all departments unto ourselves. Yeah. So everyone is doing a ton of work, but we've always stayed, you know, ahead of the curve on what we're able to do. We're financially solid, but, you know, it would be nice to have actual departments and have more people. But, you know, as a nonprofit, we're giving money back out into our programs and what's important to our mission. So again, we give a quarter of our money right out to research. Um, so yeah, the funding is key, but really just, I think the recognition just for the disease, yeah. for people to understand how devastating a brain aneurysm is to not only an individual, but to the family and friends and to a community, because so many people are never even able to go back to work. And there's just so much on the upfront side, the early detection, we have a campaign called Scan to Save. Um, and that's critical because, you know, everyone, so many people, they don't know what a brain aneurysm is, or if someone hears it, they think someone dies from it. But the key is an aneurysm by itself isn't necessarily the problem, it's when it ruptures. And the treatments have gotten so much better over the years and they're so treatable. I mean, that's what, you know, the main thing that I want people to know that brain aneurysms are treatable. And if you have one, it doesn't have to be a death sentence, but you need to know you have one. So of course, with so many other things, there isn't a screening protocol yet um, for brain aneurysms. And hopefully some of the medical professionals are working on that. Um, so it's really, you know, we need people to know they have an aneurysm and to get the treatment. I mean, ultimately, we'd like to be out of business through the research. If yeah. there's a blood-based biomarker identifying a gene mm -hmm. and to really, if there's ever a protocol put in place that people can really treat these more aggressively before they rupture. You mentioned funding. How do you receive your funding? Is it donations, grants? It's all grassroots donations and people doing events for us. We don't have any government funding. We don't have any grant funding. Um, it's really people who have somehow been impacted by the disease for, I mean, like 98% of our funding. Yeah, so, it's so some corporate donations from the device companies, not at the level that we would like to see them at, but that's, right. you know, again, now we have someone in development, we can try to work on that a little bit more. Right. Um, so if someone wants to find out more about the foundation, where can they go? Go to bafound.org. You can call the office, too, at 781-826-5556. Um, you know, September's our awareness month, so we have a lot going on. We have a day of engagement this September 15th. 
and it's coinciding, obviously, with the month, but September is also when we have our research grant symposium. It's in a different city and state every year, so it's a really big day, and we're watching this landing page counting down the 70 days left till it happens, so we are all spinning quite a bit now. But yeah, absolutely, go to the website, call the office. If you're local, stop by. We're at 269 Hanover Street. There's always somebody there. Uh, Monday through Friday, but yeah, there's definitely a lot of information to know, um, and I encourage people to to learn some more. What if someone wants to get involved in the organization? Can they volunteer, get involved? How can they, they do that? Yeah, definitely. I mean, again, the same thing. They can reach out via email on the website, call the office. I mean, there are, because we are a Massachusetts-founded and based organization, we have quite a few events here. And again, with limited staffing and getting into September, there's a lot of um, help that we could use in getting things out the door. We have a big golf tournament in September. That's on three courses. If anybody wants to volunteer that day, but there's always ways that we can, you know, row people in and make them part of the team and use their help. Nonprofit world, as you and I know, it can be really rewarding, but at the same time, it can be very, very challenging. What's some of the biggest challenges, you know, BF has faced? I mean, the biggest challenges, again, it's, it's the resources, but it's also the fact that brain aneurysms are like I said before, they are a type of stroke and they get lost yeah, okay. in the stroke world. So that's why when we go to Capitol Hill, there's a lot of funding through NIH. There's um, um, a subset of that, NINDS, that's for neurological diseases. So there's already so much for stroke, but the brain aneurysm pod, it, it's just, it's not focused on. So we are working, there's a lot going on now with AI intelligence that has started with stroke that a lot of the medical folks are bringing to brain aneurysms and they think that's going to open up a lot. So it's really when, like anything else, if a celebrity talks about it or you see a sports person more affiliated with it, um, you know, it'll make a difference. So it's just really hard to get the voice of those impacted by a brain aneurysm really highlighted on their own and not lost in some other subcategory. What's, on the flip side, what's been the most rewarding or, or biz, biggest biggest success? Um, I mean, most re rewarding is just the fact that we are there day-to-day -day talking to people who are impacted, who are scared, and helping people through those times and helping people with their challenges, the support groups, because, again, people who, particularly with the ruptures, but even unruptured, their lives are forever changed. So seeing that we're able to support and help people is obviously huge, but the two biggest things that I love organizationally, you know, that I helped develop and get off the ground is the Research Grant Symposium. I came on in 2006. We started that in 2007 just by giving out two grants for $10,000 each, and now we give out about $500,000 a year to about 12 or 14 grant, uh, recipients. So being able to fund these projects, these seed projects for people to get off the ground and then perhaps get greater funding later um, has been fabulous. And then also our advocacy, going to Capitol Hill and advocating and going with the patients and the caregivers. And last few years it's been remote and on Zoom, but in some ways that's been more helpful because it's eliminating travel. But for people to be able to share their story, to have their voice heard. I love going, but it's so fun seeing like other people's reactions to that. And again, the legislation has yet to pass, but we have had continual meetings and there's more recognition and awareness on the Hill even about the disease um, 
in the things that should be happening to help make things better. So those have been two really great programs that have been, you know, making a difference. And again, just the overall being able to support and make a difference for people when they hear this, it's devastating. Um, and obviously through the web, we are the kind of the primary source for this disease and people come to us. So it's nice to be able to be there and to help. Talk about the grant symposium because that's definitely something that's grown over the years. Like, yeah. who are the grants going to? You know, what are they going for? Yeah, so the grants, again, it's a small population of people that really treat aneurysms and then are doing the research on this. So we have a system in place where people, and again, I'm dealing with that live right now, too, waiting for a couple doctors uh. to finish scoring. But we have a committee of doctors, again, U.S. and Canada, who score these grants. We had about... 80, 80 applicants this year, and again, we'll probably award 12 to 14. So they could be on early detection, they can be in better treatments, it could be for better outcomes. There's something called um, vasospasm that after someone has a rupture, there's a two-week period where these vasospasms, which is constricting of the vessels, could then ultimately cause the person to have a stroke as well, um, identifying a gene, blood-based biomarkers. So these are just folks that have dedicated, you know, their lives, whatever their path has been, to bring them to make things better for this disease. And one interesting uh, piece about that is there's a lot of people in biomedical engineering. So there's a lot of engineering techniques and developments and con concepts that are going into the research as well. What's that one thing about the organization that might surprise people? Well, I think um, that we are national, that um, we do so much with so little, but I think more than for the foundation itself, it's, it's about the disease, that it's treatable, um, and how important early detection is. So I think those are the key things, and those are the things that we really um, are trying to change, because the statistics, you know, they're bad, but they're not also 100%. They're old, and we're working with... Um, physicians as well and researchers to kind of get better data because particularly going to Capitol Hill and things when you have legislation you have asked we have to have you know where is all this data coming from and how it's backed up so we say one in 50 it could very well be one in 30 or you know one in 40 or even one in 20 we don't a hundred percent know that one in 50 is a good safe it's definitely at least that um, so yeah there's just there's, there's a lot to uncover, and again, it's about making the quality of life better for many people, and again, their families and their communities. What's the future look like? You know, if we look, what's the roadmap? You know, maybe six to twelve months down the road. I mean, I think that we've always had just slow, continued, steady growth, and there has been progress um, in terms, again, the better research. People are moving to other levels in their research um, on different sides of it. So, I mean, who knows? That's like a wait and see. Is there going to be some breakthrough. We'll see about that. But I think it's also the physician education that we do. We work with an organization called PrimeMed. Um, so that's helping primary care docs, um, ER docs, or even EMT type folks that to know how to diagnose and then manage a patient they may see that comes forth with brain aneurysm symptoms that it's hard for that community of folks to automatically go right there. But we want them to really understand if someone's coming in with a headache, they haven't felt well, oh, neck pain, to bring brain aneurysm into their diagnosis because we hear all too often cases of misdiagnosis because sometimes people have no symptoms. They could have immediate rupture, there's no symptoms. But on the flip side, there are people who have symptoms, 
go to their doctors, get some sent home, and subsequently rupture. And that's what we really are trying to, you know, eliminate and reduce. Yeah, you're, you're a national organization, but you're based on the South Shore. Is, have you found it beneficial that, you know, up the highway, you know, 30 minutes from here, some of the best hospitals, some of the <laughs> great medical device companies in the world, you know, does that beneficial to you guys? Absolutely, no. I mean, it's a big help, and I think that's why it was um, good to launch the organization out of Boston with this probably four or five main centers here that treat aneurysm. So it gives people a lot of options. Most of the area hospitals do have support groups. Some of the docs are on a medical advisory board. And I, you know, for us really, for, for me from day one, kind of walking into this, coming from a healthcare finance background, for me it's critical to have the medical advisory board that we do have because they're the experts in all the information that we put forth, whether it's in written materials, on our website, or anything that we share, because we can't just come up with this information. So yeah, working um, particularly, so we are fortunate to be in this area and some of the um, device companies as well. J&J, there's, um, it was Codman, the names change yeah, all the time, they, Dequi, they had an um, institute down in Rainham where they had a lot of their neuro stuff, and we would go down there once a year and have a symposium and work with them. So that was certainly very nice when you have the opportunity to do things like that. So you came from the healthcare sector prior? Yeah, on the finance side, though. So, so but you had an idea of how healthcare works or like that. Absolutely. So. so I was always in it from day one audited hospitals and then was in reimbursement at hospitals. And so I you worked. had an understanding of how everything works exactly. instead of coming in and learning really. Cor absolutely. And then prior I was at a small consulting company for awesome. nine years, so cool. it did help for sure. Before we wrap up, is there anything that you want our listeners to know about the Brain Aneurysm Foundation? Just know the good work that we are doing. Um, definitely go to the website, bafound.org learn about the disease. We like to say, know the facts, share the facts, save a life, and you'd be amazed at, and the survivors are really good about doing this. I just got an email early this morning that a young woman who had an aneurysm, her uncle or somebody knew our current board chair who's a survivor, reached out to him, connected her with me, you know, wants to help and wants to get involved. So it's just knowing that we are there, knowing that we're work that we're doing. Like you said about volunteerism, always open to that. And, and any ideas that people have of, you know, that, that they might be able to contribute, do you know someone who's been impacted, and um, just, you know, educate yourself and know that we are there as a resource for anyone that you may know that may ultimately end up with this diagnosis. Thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you. It was a great pleasure, and it's always good to share and get the word out. So thanks, Jonathan.